in your football championship next year. Of course, it's happened today. It's kind of got us excited. It's going to be a busy one tonight in the show. So we have all that and more between now and 7 o'clock on the Big Red Bench on Cork's Red FM. And welcome to the Big Red Bench on Cork's Red FM with me, Valerie. As I did say, it will be a busy show because we have plenty to get through considering we have so much to preview about tomorrow's game because John O'Shea and Ger McCarthy was extremely busy. I hope everyone is doing well. I know that I am just about getting through today because the Late Late Toy Show did keep me up all night. So I am wrecked today. But we'll get through the show because it's going to be a busy one. So let's get some of the sports news happening from throughout today. So in the Premier League games um, in the 3 o'clock ones. Liverpool have beaten Southampton 4-0. Jota scored twice in the first half with Thiago and Van Dijk also finding the back of the net at Anfield. This result does mean that the Reds go second and just a point behind Chelsea until tomorrow at least. Elsewhere, Aston Villa got the win over Crystal Palace 2-1 at Selhurst Park. It finished scoreless between Norwich and Wolves at Carrow Road. And Arsenal, my own very Arsenal, got back to winning ways in the lunchtime game. Mikel Arteta's side beat Newcastle 2-0 at the Emirates. Um, with the three points, the Gunners are now fifth in the table and they are level on points with West Ham. So this evening, Brighton and Leeds meet the Amex and kick-off there was at half a five and the Republic of Ireland, Shane Duffy, starts on the bench for the host. And currently, there is no score there and there's about 30 minutes on the clock there. Uh, uh, turning the attention to rugby, Leinster hosts Ulster at the RDS in the URC, the United Rugby Championship at 8 o'clock tonight. Tiger Furlong, who penned a new contract this week, starts for the Blues at tight head prop. While the visitors welcome back scrum half John Cooney, but they will be without Ian Henderson, who suffered a hamstring injury while on Ireland duty recently. Um, today, there was plenty of drama. Also in rugby, the Barbarians had to call off their game at Samoa at Twickenham just this afternoon. Just 90 minutes before the game is due to start, um, four members and two members of staff from the uh, side returned positive COVID results so as you can imagine just 90 minutes was a bit chaotic and that match was, ma- match was meant to be a send-off game for Ireland and Lions fullback Rob Kearney before his retirement so who knows what's going to happen there now will he get his send-off I presume he'll stick around and try maybe he won't he's supposed to retire actually it's, it's, it's an interesting one to keep an eye on now I did mention and our our love, our main love here on the island of Ireland, the GA, the draw for the 2022 Provincial Football Championships have been made today. Um, I was on my way down. I'm living in Limerick, so I drove up a car today and I was listening to the draw on RT Radio 1. And it just got me very excited, even though I know it's a good bit away. We have to get through the league first. But um, there was some some tasty um, pairings that came out. So all rivals Galway and Mayo have been pitted against one another in Connacht. And in Munster, a draw paired Kerry and Cork in the semi-final, um, which is great because I think I think for football in Munster, I think it's a good thing that they're paired together. Um, so the 2022 race for the Sam Maguire Cup has taken shape. So I did say Kerry and Cork will face off in the semi-final with the traditional rivals drawn on the same side of the bracket. Meanwhile, this is a big thing. Now, um, I think this is massive. So Tipperary of course, will take on Watford with Clare facing Limerick. So either the Premier, um, the Dacia, the Banner or the Treaty now will reach the decider and the final, which to me is very exciting and which to them, I'd say it'll mean a lot for them to be, you know, they're training all year and for them to have a big opportunity to get to a Munster final is great. It's it's wonderful. Um, let me know what you think of the draws today. But in the hurling then, they did reveal the fixtures and the dates for these fixtures are set to be announced at a later date. But just to give you a reminder, if you haven't heard of these, the Munster and All-Ireland champions Limerick begin their 2020 provisional season with a trip here to Cork um, in a repeat of this year's All-Ireland final which I'm sure Cork will be gunning for and Watford will host Tipperary. Uh, Clare have a bye week in round one, but begin their campaign away to Tipperary in round two. Uh, dates for these fixtures, as I did say, will be announced at a later date. So in round one, let me just run through these Monster Senior Hurling Championship. Um, Cork and Limerick and Watford and Tipper in round one. In round two, we've Limerick and Watford, then Tip and Clare. Round three, there's Clare and Limerick and then Watford Cork. Round four, it's Cork and Clare. Limerick Tipperary and round five then it is Tip and Cork and Clare and Watford but 
it's great. It's great. It's get, It's great to get excited about these things. Um, something else that caught my eye, of course, is Galway manager, newly crowned Galway manager, Henry Shefflin, will come up against Brian Cody um, and his native Kilkenny on the May Bank Holiday weekend after the fixture for the 2022 Leinster Senior Hurling Championship were revealed. So can you imagine the amount of eyes that will be on that game? It'll be extremely interesting to see Henry and Cody on the sideline together. I think it's it's mad. It's great. I know there's plenty of people in Kilkenny that are disappointed with the fact that they've lost Henry Shefflin to Galway, but you never know what'll happen there. It will be a quick year with the All-Ireland also aiming to be finished by the end of July, which is very early. We're only getting used to the August finish, so it'll be extremely weird um, it finishing in July, I think. Personally, I think it'll be strange. But look, we look forward to it anyway, and it gives, of course, a split season a chance and the club players a good run. Now, I did mention um, it is a jam-packed show with plenty of previews ahead of tomorrow's big game. Tomorrow, three o'clock in Parky Cueve, it's Clonakilty and the Bars. The Bars are probably favourites heading into this game as they're going for their second second title in four seasons but Clon have been moving well this year and it should be a cracker tomorrow we hear from both sides throughout the show this evening that we have so many so many um, interviews on the show tonight from both sides so let's kick things off Clon Kilty manager Holly O'Neill spoke to Ger McCarthy ahead of tomorrow's county final Right, county final week and Holly O'Neill, the Clannacilty manager um, Clannacilty are in a county final playing a team that you've already played twice this year, is it fair to say Holly that this is the toughest challenge you could have expected in a county final against the Bears team that have done really well to get there uh, I suppose you have to look at the Bears and say that the start of the year they were favourites or at least one of the top three themselves Castellaven and Nemo would appear to be ahead of the rest and we were lucky enough that we avoided having to play any one of the three of them. So we know we find ourselves in the final. Other than that, our first league game was just as tough as this game is going to be. I mean, we don't know how it's going to pan out, but definitely they are the favourites and they are there on merit. Um, there's a great history between the Bears and the Clan. A lot of respect between the two clubs. I think Paul O'Keefe has spoken very positively about you and the team, not just before the final, but all year. I would imagine you'd feel the same way about them and the talent that they have. Absolutely, but the Bears, lads, I know are a lot older than Paul O'Keefe. So <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever met Paul myself, but to be truthful, no, we've always had the utmost respect and we've always sort of, I won't say enjoy playing each other. We've come out the wrong side of that too often, but there is a good respect between the two. Um, is it a fair comment to say that this clan team has improved with every game in the championship this year that you've gone up a little step further than you, you you've found that extra percentage that you would have been looking for I think that's a difficult question to answer I suppose every game presents a different challenge so have we improved we'd like to think so I mean that would be our aim when you're involved with a team that you get in you get out and by the time you leave and that your team has improved is the the mark of anybody who's involved that's just it like I mean but I think the fact that you have such you've built a panel this year there's a panel of players that you can choose from you're not reliant on one or two players like other clubs might be in the same situation this is a solid Clonacilty panel that has been built and that together um, it's been a giant effort to get you this far well, I think we're going to out in any team game is reliant totally and not me it's we it's do you know it doesn't it won't no single guy will ever win again fair point the fact that it's in Parky Cueve obviously the county final the fact that some of the players on the panel that may never have played at Parky Cueve have had two experiences of that is that is that a bonus or does it really matter once the, the, the ball is thrown in well I suppose when you play in one of the top pitches in the country so it's always nice everybody as a player likes to talk out when they look back in their careers and say they played there but the thing I would see is the most important thing about playing at Parky Cueve is that the youngsters who go to the games and who are the future of the club will strive to emulate the guys that they see playing and that is the most important part yeah you would have seen that in 96 and in 2009 all the young kids that were there in 96 were there some of them were playing in 2009 and likewise again it is hugely important for the future of a club absolutely can't be underestimated at all particularly a club like Clannock Hilti with I suppose tradition is a milestone around your neck maybe at times but there is tradition and it's great that it's a pity it takes too long, so long for our young lads to see it. You'd like to think we could see it a bit more often, but that's the nature of the game, and that's why you would like to get to a stage where you would be competitive. Um, 
Liam O'Donovan's injury is a blow but you know Liam very well and you know that he has come back from injuries before he's a guy that will diligently do exactly what need, is needed to be done whatever length of time it takes to get back but on a personal level you must be devastated for him but for Liam himself of course is absolutely a worst case scenario nobody wants to miss out on what to him will be perceived as his biggest club game of football but I've no doubt whatsoever that Liam will be back and he'll be a driving force to drive the whole thing forward going forward over the next few years County final week there's a lot going on there's press nights there's bunting everywhere there's flags there's all sorts of different things that are happening outside of the bubble of the actual team you have experience of this in 2009 and you've experience of it as a player in the 80s as well I know the focus is there of the players the management but can you actually enjoy it do you actually enjoy that week leading up to it or are you just waiting for the game to start I suppose as a player it's sort of I suppose today in particular most of the lads aren't around town so it's not in their face as much they're working in other places I suppose the thing has changed we go back to the 80s where Jim Sullivan was there with his little pad and he writing down there was nobody with tape recording or whatever so the whole thing evolves you know yeah. it's, it's part of what the game is you have to make a living and we have to put up with it when it happens <laughs> Um, and just finally Holly I mean obviously there's going to be a huge amount of support there on Sunday there always is when Clan you've always a good support especially this year it's a big day for the club but the focus right now obviously is trying to get over the bars and in the last couple of days I mean you and the players now will be in the, exactly the place where you want to be working as hard as you can to achieve that goal I suppose you have to be truthful if the work isn't done by now there's no point in doing much more but uh, no what we'd be looking for is performance we'd, as that's what we've looked for all year and that lads will play and will perform and if that has us ahead of the final whistle so be it if it hasn't so be it well listen everybody in a big red bench wishes you all all the best of luck on Sunday Holly O'Neill chatting there to Ger McCarthy you can tell that he's not too fond of doing media but fair play to him um, really nice guy there Clon and County Stars up next David Lowney he also chatted to Ger ahead of tomorrow's big game OK Clon Kilty defender and Cork Inter-County player David Lowney uh, it's the week of a County Premier Senior Football Championship final there's a lot going on but from the players perspective how happy are you with your preparations thus far Yeah we're delighted uh, um, there's a great buzz around the town I suppose it's really important it's lifting people putting a smile on people's faces especially in these tough times so um, now we're absolutely thrilled to be there and we're looking forward to Sunday um, You've been involved in a couple of big games down through the years inter-county and club matches but there's a lot of young players on this particular panel that might not have experienced this level of attention before so how important is it for them that they play they play the game and not the occasion? Yeah very important yeah but I think that's been drilled into us since the start of the year since our first game against St Michael's like you know they're always talking about taking each game at a time one step at a time so the lads be well able there's nothing nothing different really about Sunday just not a game so we're looking forward to it um, you've quite a settled team this year in terms of sorry settled panel in that like you know you've the, the defence and the forwards and stuff everyone has been playing well and dovetailing well with each other through each of the games do you think that you've actually improved with each game or has that just been a gradual thing yeah no, I think we're um, building momentum nicely like so that's great I suppose but on and off the pitch um, unfortunately Liam Dunman's got injured so that's um, put kind of small damper on it but other than that I think yeah we are building up nicely and just on Liam you know him quite well he's a guy that's capable of bouncing back he's come back from injuries before yeah yeah he's actually over London at the moment I was just talking this morning so um, it's tough luck on him especially just after coming back from Cruciate so I wish him all the best but knowing him and his determination no doubt he'll bounce back even stronger yet again so best luck Liam very well said um, the Bars we have to talk about the Bears I know you played them in the in the league final you also met them at the group stages of the championship but this this is this is a county final um, they have been fantastic in getting to the final already this is the biggest challenge you're going to, you are likely to face and probably one of the best teams and one of the, one of the teams regarded to be there at the end how big a challenge is, is ahead of you now? Yeah I suppose as you said they are regarded to be in the final nearly every year I suppose they're the top two or three in the county Like so they're strong all around which is a, a massive challenge and a challenge that we're looking forward to you know, you want to play these teams, see where you're at, so you want to play the best, so I suppose they are the best, so we're looking forward to taking them on and really going at them as hard as we can. Yeah, because you played Duhello with a lot of quality players and then a really good Douglas team, a team that were the top-ranked team coming out of the group stages, and you played two different types of games, a bit more defensive against Duhello and then a bit more attacking against Douglas. Is that a good thing that you can mix it up depending on what you need to do? 
Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. We're, um, I suppose we're highly adaptable, like which is very important. You got to play, play the team in front of you and play the game. But we're just kind of controlling the controllables and looking after ourselves. Really, we don't focus too much on the opposition. Um, so we're going to keep doing the same thing on Sunday. How happy are you with your own form this year? Injury free, which is great to see. But your own form as well, playing for Clan in the in the wing back defensive kind of position every now and again. Yeah, I'm very happy. Yeah, but I don't really mind how I play as long as we get to a final or, or keep winning games. Like it's all one to me, really. But yeah, delighted. Uh, is it fair to say you're one of the older fellas in the team now? Is it just quite a few young fellas after joining the panel that's pushed uh, push down the average age? Yeah, yeah, there's a group of us there, a part of us, I suppose, that are about 20, 24, like so. We are, I suppose, the, the medium age. Thomas Clancy's the oldest player, I imagine, so he's, actually, he's not that old at all, yeah. I'm sure he'll love hearing that. Um, and again, from your own point of view, playing in a settled team and playing in a position that suits you, you've adapted well this year, you've had different challenges with the bars, with Duhallow and with Douglas, but as you said, like when you're focusing on your own game, I mean, that probably helps you more that you're not worried about the opposition yeah no exactly like you just take every game as it comes there's no point to getting too worked out where, where any game or 10 to 8 it's only a game so we just take each game control the controllables and see where it takes us you must have seen the bunting up and around the town the red and green it's everywhere I know you're focused on what your job and what you need to do but it is a lovely thing for the town right now to have this as something to focus on and look forward to on Sunday yeah look that's that's a very important aspect of it especially for young kids and stuff around seeing the buzz and the build up that means a lot to them like especially when you see them going training nowadays something to work up towards and live towards so that's just important really as, as the final self like so it's great to see people happy and smiling and hopefully a long way last yeah a lot of kids have been at the matches at Parky Cueve and it's a great buzz about the underage to see the senior team doing so well now there's a picture hanging on the wall around the corner here with yourself Ross Mannix and Sean McAvoy I think Ryan Miller as well but taken in 2009 when Clan won the county I mean something like that now is an example of a bunch of kids that might be at this year's final level hopefully to do try and do and emulate what you've done so far yeah I actually saw that during the week yeah. so we were only uh, young vines and aspirations back then but um, yeah it just shows how fast time moves on so you got to make the most of it while you're there and yourself and Ross and Sean have grown up though since then yeah 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 we won a minor county finals together and stuff so we have a good relationship and a good bond yeah very good and you look lovely in the photograph as young kids so it's a lovely photograph <laughs> to hold on to and just finally David look Clannacilty are in a county final there's a big buzz around the place it's great for the club it's, it's lovely in the current situation with COVID and the worries and all that that people have I mean obviously as players you want to go and win it but taking on the bars in Parky Cueve this will have to be your most complete and your best performance of the year yeah as you said there's no bigger challenge out there really so um, I think we've done well all year to get here and we're really really looking forward to the challenge and hopefully now we, we bring a great game on Sunday David Lowney chatting there of Clonakilty ahead of tomorrow's game. We're going to continue with the Clonakilty preview evening that Ger was at. And we're talking now to Owen Ryan, the Clon selector. Let's take a listen. Okay, Clonakilty uh, selector Owen Ryan. We are uh, about to embark on the trip up to Parky Cueve for a county final appearance against St. Finbar's. Huge buzz around Clonakilty. A lot of positivity. Unfortunately, Liam O'Donovan, your Carpenter County defender, his injury. Big, big disappointment for him, for Liam, and especially for the for the team. Yeah, you said it there, Ger. It's um, look, it's a huge blow for the team, and it's, it's a bigger blow again for Liam. Liam is a great young fellow, like does everything right. Um, you know, has has really been very unlucky with injuries. Um, came back after cruciate injury. Came back after hamstring injury. Came back after ligaments in his ankle. That's all in the last eighteen months. You know. Um, and I'm sure he'll come back again, like. But it's just so awful for him, like that he's missed a county final, you know. Yeah, and you you just mentioned there the fact that his history of coming back from injuries is a good thing. It's a positive thing, and he's so diligent in the way he's done that previously that it's positive for him that he knows that he can come up, he can overcome this over time. Absolutely. The first thing I said about him, he's a fantastic young fellow. Like mm. he'll do all the right things. Mm. Whatever it'll t- it'll take, Liam will do it. Like, and I have no doubt about that. You see Liam in the green and red, and you see him in the Cork jersey again. There's no doubt about that. Like, and like you said, Jerry, it's a huge blow for us. We have to deal with it. You know. But it's a bigger blow for Liam, like it really is. Like, I mean, he was a big part of us getting here, as are all the lads. Like, and it's just a shame to see a man of his talent missing out in the county final with his club. Like, they don't come around too often. We'd be hoping they'd come around more often, but the fact is, they don't. Like, and um, you know, it's really tough on him, and it's tough on the family, his family, and everybody. You know, and it's tough on everybody. Like, you know, yeah. It is, and as you said, the only good thing, I suppose, when you try to focus on the positives, is his attitude, his, his experience, and all his ability to come back from previous injuries on the positive side 
lovely buzz around Clonakilty, lots of flags. Must be lovely for you as selectors and managers and players just to see that. I know your lays are focused on the job at hand and you have to remain that, but it's nice considering what's gone before with COVID and everything to see Clan decked out in red and green. That's 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 lovely, Ger. But I suppose the fact that, like, I'm involved, you know, um, you know, it's great for the people of the town to see this, like. But from my point of view, like, you know, there's other things to be done, like, you know, and um, like we we have a big big day out, all right. But we have to play St. Finbars, and that's 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 the bottom line here, like the flags and everything. They won't win any match, or you know, it's 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 what we do inside the white lines is going to matter to me, like. And it's lovely to see the flags, there's no doubt about it. And it's great for the people of the town. And, you know, it's great for the youth, you know, and it's great for the club here. You know, it'll encourage youngsters to come out playing, both boys and girls, you know. Mm. It's fantastic, it is. There's no doubt about that. But as I said, I'm focused on a different agenda there, like. How have preparations gone? Preparations have gone well, look, there's no doubt about it. Like, I mean, Liam is a big blow, like, but, you know, it's after happening. And uh, hopefully, you know, we're after dealing with it and... Uh, He's a huge loss, but the rest of the lads will just have to step up mm. and put in that extra bit for Liam as well, like, you know. You came up with that brilliant line immediately after the Douglas semi-final bonus, bonus territory. And it, it was used, widely used across all the media, but it was spot on because a lot of people at the start of the season wouldn't have looked at Clannacilty as potential finalists. But the fact that you have built solidly, not spectacularly, but solidly, shows that there's a good base of a team here. There's no one outstanding player that, you know, out and out player that you're reliant on all the time. Those days are gone. There's a good bank of backs, there's a good bank of forwards, very good midfield and a very good bench. I mean, in terms of bonus, bonus territory, you're exactly where you'd like to be, which is a county final. But how proud are you of the team's efforts to get this far, considering that nobody outside of your camp would have considered you finalists? Mary, I'm hugely proud of everybody involved, you know. I mean, it's fantastic. The, like, we set out to start of the year, you know, our aim was to get out of the group. And I suppose that's where the bonus, bonus territory came from because I was asked, like, when we were playing in the, after winning the quarterfinal, where we were in bonus territory and didn't have to win the semifinal, we were in bonus, bonus territory. Hmm. Look, there's only a deflection of a comment, but, you know, that's, that's all right too. Look, we're where we want to be, there's no doubt about that, like. And, you know, look, we might be underdogs, but we're there with a shout hmm. and we won't be handed over too easy, like. And hmm. um, from your own point of view, finally, as a selector, can you enjoy a day like today? I know you, you once you cross and get in, you, you have jobs to do before the match. Once the match is going on, you're not listening to anything that's going around you. But can you actually enjoy it, on or have you managed to enjoy it at any stage this year? I certainly enjoyed it, Jar. I mean, you know, I get I get a great thrill out of the boys playing well. Like, I mean, that's 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 what it's all about. Like, we come out, I'm a selector. We, you know, we plan, we coach, we do all of this. So when we we see our work, you know, being put into practice on the field and the results coming, like, so that's fantastic for us. Of course, I enjoy it. Okay. That was owner Ryan, a Clonakilty selector, chatting to Jura at the press evening night, of course. Next up now from that night, before we moved on to the bars after the break, we will be getting the bars preview evening. But Jura also spoke to Tom Clancy. I think David mentioned that he's the oldest person on the team. <laughs> I'm sure Tom will not be happy with that. But let's take a listen. No, Tom Clancy of Clannacilty. We are in uh, the final couple of days before a county final. A lot of excitement in around the club, but from first of all, unfortunately, a bit of sad news about Liam O'Donovan and his injury. How devastated are you and the rest of the lads for Liam um, following uh, news that he won't make that county final? Yeah, look, um, I suppose for Liam and for the whole team, it's devastating news, but um, for Liam as an individual, after coming back just from a cruciate injury, I felt he was just getting into the swing of t- things. He was after playing an excellent game of football against Douglas. Um, it was his third full game, I think, with Clan, and to get a blow like that, it's very tough for him. But look, I've been playing with Liam, Liam long enough. I've seen the preparation he does behind the scenes, and I have no doubt he's going to bounce back from this um, in the coming months. Um, he's a massive loss for the weekend. Pity that he's missing the game himself, but look, it is what it is, and um, we wish him all the best with recovery. Yeah, as, as do we all, and as you said, he's a guy with a track record of coming back, and he should, please God, be back sooner rather than later. On to Sunday and the county final, the Bears. I mean, this is a serious, serious challenge. Of all the challenges you faced to get to the final, this is a step up again. You know them, you know a lot of their players very well from the inter-county scene, but this is a team with very little, very few flaws, very few, if any, um, you know, 
pinpoint issues that you can actually attack. They are just an all-out attacking team. From what you've seen of them, how big a challenge is this for Clark? Ah, uh, look, we're under no illusion that it's going to be a massive challenge for us. Um, without a doubt, it's going to be our toughest task to date. Um, we played them in the group stage. We came up short by pretty uh, somewhat at the end, I suppose, um, and they showed their class in that day. Um, but again, look, we're here. We're here on merit. I think we deserve to be here. We've put down the heads the past couple of games. We've played three good games and um, look, we're going to go into Sunday. We're going to go go at the bars and look, we'll see where it takes us. Yeah, like Owen Ryan, uh, Owen Ryan came up with the bonus bonus territory statement which was used by a lot of people. But it's a fair point like, because a lot of, at the start of the year not a lot of people would have favoured Clan to be in this position. But you're there on merit, Tom, and you're there because you've improved with each of the games and that's a good thing for you heading into a final that you, you haven't just, you know, won games by, you know, very luckily. You've been we're good, good in the group stage improved against Tuhalo improved against Douglas and that's got to give you a bit of confidence heading in there yeah look again at the start of the year when we met our main goal was to get out of the group I think everyone in the group believed that we were going to get out of the group but a lot of people from outside the group look in would have said Clan don't have a chance but we felt different and we proved that we always knew in the group stage look that the Bars game was going to be tough um, look we fell short in the day We'll hopefully we've learned a few things from it and I think what we learned on that day we implemented against Tuhalo and Douglas the last day look we're playing and I think what Holly's done we're playing each game as it comes we're not focusing on it we're not picking this up it's just another game to us we're going to train during the week we're going to go up to Cork as players it's where we want to be where else would you want to be on the final day so we're going up we're going to enjoy the occasion and um, look we're going to go out there and try our best and we'll see where it takes us and just finally Tom obviously a huge amount of excitement a lot of flags I know that you're laser focused on what it is your job at the moment and you're not really focusing or being able to enjoy it but there's, a, there's going to be huge support there and your support has been very good to you all the way through this year yeah definitely and I think you can see it building game on game um, the clan's supporters and fairness to them when it gets to business into the season and if you get there as a team they do always get behind you um, they haven't had much to shout about over the past number of years so look it's good to see them getting behind us again and look we're just going to go up Sunday enjoy it do our best and we'll see where it takes us that's Tom Clancy chatting to Jer McCarthy ahead of tomorrow's big game. That is it from the Clonahilty press night. But on the way in just a little bit, we'll be hearing from the bars as John O'Shea was on duty that evening for us. But in the Premier League, the half five game, half five game, excuse me, it's at half time and it is still scoreless between Brighton and Leeds. So Finbar's reaction, not reaction, preview ahead after these. The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6pm. Welcome back to the Big Red Bench on Cork's Red FM with me, Valerie, with you until 7 o'clock. I did mention it is halftime between Brighton and Leeds in the final Premier League game of the day. And Peter Hood is at the Amex first. Let's take a listen. Brighton nil, Leeds United nil. A first half dominated, though, by the home side. The tone set within the first 10 minutes when Brighton could have led a couple of times. The best chance falling to Neil Mope, but he blazed over when it looked easier to score. Trossard's hit the post, Moda's hit the post. Generally, the danger that's come down the flanks where Lamptey and Kukutrela have been very dangerous indeed. Brighton very much on top. Is Brighton nil, Leeds nil. Thanks, Peter. All right. So we are going to continue our build-up to tomorrow's county final, of course, between Clannacilty and St. Finbars. Now, uh, you heard all our Clonakilty preview. If you did miss it, I will be podcasting the show straight afterwards. You can find it there and get excited for tomorrow's game. But John O'Shea was at the Bars press night for us. And let's take a listen. This is a manager, Paul O'Keefe. First of all, let's... Let's go. Right, I suppose um, Paul just um, heading into the final. I suppose these, as a manager, I suppose these are the kind of weeks you, you want to be involved in. So. Absolutely, look, there's a great buzz around the place, great buzz around the club. You see all the flags out, and you know even around the parish, the the flags up, and yeah, look, it's great. But look, I suppose it's a distraction as well in terms of there's a job to be done on the weekend, you know. So hopefully, fellas don't uh, don't buy in too much to the resumes around it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just I suppose, I suppose the run into the final, and you're the championship campaign so far how would you maybe assess how things have gone to today they've gone great I suppose we got to a final which is more than we've done the last three years you know and I suppose look last weekend um, it was an unbelievable day out you know but look I said to the lads afterwards no silverware to show at the end of it you know so you kind of need to kind of get that out of your head and just move on and take it game by game uh, look we've we've had a great year look came out of the group after winning all our games you know had a real battle against their own and then had a titanic struggle against the Haven you know so hopefully we can get that over the line next next weekend and just uh, top it off as a, as a great season absolutely and I suppose 
the, the FA Cup, the, the way that the semi-final, the men were actually, you won't send the shootouts as well, you know. The, and maybe, was it, was it a case for the players just to try to kind of, you know, saying that there was nothing maybe won in terms of silver, just to, as you found like maybe a moment it was at, at the, and, and the day in Parky Creeve, was it a case of just kind of getting back down to work and training the following week again? Yeah, look, semi-finals are difficult because I always find the semi-final is, is, is always probably the most difficult one to win because uh, you kind of have one eye on the final, you know, no, look, we certainly wouldn't have had one eye on the final going into the Haven game after the year before, knowing how difficult it was going to be. Um, you know, and look, there is that kind of euphoria after the game and the physical toll it, it, it took on, 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 on the players as well is a big thing. You know, but look, we've had a week to kind of come down. Look, this week now is just about building again, you know. So, uh, and look, I think the players are kind of mature enough to kind of realise that there's nothing one on the back of that, you know. Um, but look, we, as I say, look, it's just, just great to be back in the final. Absolutely. And um, on Sunday's final, um, and kind of killed in the opposition corner, so um, what, what kind of a game will you be expected from from Clan on Sunday? Look, I suppose we played them twice this year, um, and I suppose the, the 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 when we played them in the the league format, um, they set up quite defensively and hit you on the counter attack, you know, and they've got better at it, you know. And I suppose looking at the the game they played against Douglas, um, they're after getting better at it, you know. Um, they're hard to break down, you know. It's going to be a real battle, you know. And even though we've won twice already against them this year, look, that means nothing when it comes to when it comes to Sunday um, so we're expecting a real battle so um, it'll, it'll be hard and it'll be hard to break down Absolutely and from your going looking at me assessing or looking ahead to Sunday as well um, from your perspective as well, what, what would be the main strengths would you think of if you were to kind of describe your side as well what are the main things they do probably best I suppose What we do best Yeah um, Look I, I think um, like uh, I suppose we're like we're a good attacking side I think we play good you know brand of football um, look we've, we've plenty of kind of um, star performers on the team as well you know like Stephen Sherlock and Ian Maguire you know and kind of play to, play to our strengths there as well you know um, look we tend to run the ball like, look, our style is, is probably fairly well known you know so um, and I suppose just kind of maybe you know, just being a bit more efficient up front is probably what we're hoping to kind of uh, bring to next Sunday. You know, but um, look, it, it's it's an interesting battle. You know, because we we tend to run at teams and and you know, Clannacilty will tend to defend. Like so, it, it'll be kind of uh, you know, that's that's the struggle that's ahead like for next weekend. Yeah, and on a general perspective from a club perspective, so the 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 way that the, the the county championship was structured as well, the whole um how good or how success or how much do you think it benefits the player but in terms of the long run and how it's worked so. yeah look I, I think it's been really successful uh, I suppose the only the only downside is in a dual club like the Bears is that like when it comes to hurling a football if you're if you're pulling off the same pool of players they can be out for kind of 8 to 10 weeks in, in a row and it takes a toll and, it, and it's very difficult for for dual clubs to build momentum you know when, when you've you know when you're playing against teams that have just say hurling or just football uh, and that's the difficulty that we have in the Bears you know so look um, the format is good and I don't know what you can do with it really in terms of like your timelines and stuff um, because the timeline is quite tight you, you, you look at it now in terms of Monster Club and the rest of it you know so look it's difficult but it's it's, it's probably doubly difficult for, for the Duke Club yeah and I suppose just in terms of overall going to Sunday preparation wise how, how pleased are you in terms of maybe how things are going in preparation yeah look really happy look we've no injuries um, um, look, we've uh, we've had a good recovery week there now after after the Haven game, uh, and we kind of we go Tuesday and Thursday again this week, you know, and just kind of fine tune it. Um, but look, thankfully we've, we've no injuries. Look, I think we've we've uh, we've got all our injuries out of the way in the last two years anyway. So hopefully we stay injury free. Absolutely, and just finally, um, for for the Bears or as a whole, how much would it mean for yourself and for the club to, to win the county title on Sunday? Oh, jeez, everything. Uh, look, that's that's what you that's what you train for. Uh, um, you know that that's why you're out here three four times a week um, you know and I suppose that we put uh, look myself in the management uh, have put the last three years in you know so it's, it's been a massive uh, massive job of work like so yeah it would mean everything that's John they're chatting with the Bars manager Paul O'Keefe we're going to keep the Bars press evening going uh, John also was there and he did catch up with Michael Shields ahead of tomorrow so here we go I suppose um, Michael Shields I suppose looking at the Sunday I suppose um, the county final these are the weeks I suppose you kind of enjoy being involved in as a player yeah definitely um, it just was, it's the last game of the year so you you want to be you want to be there at the end of the season and we would have worked hard all year in terms of training and 
in terms of tactics and in terms of getting the team ready for hopefully to push on and make the final. I think last year we spoke and we lost in the semi-final and penalties. We wanted to get back and push on and Joe, it's great. I know that we're, we're there in the final and it's great to get everyone to come forward to Sunday, Sunday coming. Yeah, it should be. And um, I suppose just the run to the final, I suppose, I suppose the championship as a whole, so how would you assess how you've done on route to the final yeah look I, th- I think every game has been a, a tricky game there's no easy game in the, the Coxine Championship anymore I think the new, the new championship format is very good that way I think everyone is fully focused in each game and uh, I think I suppose look against Ireland we had our ups and downs against um, Aero we had our ups and downs but I think when it mattered most we kicked on we got the results and uh, look yeah look, we're thrilled we're thrilled to be in the final again it's um, it's been I think three years since we were last there so it's, it's you know it's it's, it's where you want to be. Absolutely, and um, just a couple of times as well. From us, I suppose they had another kind of an epic encounter with um, the Castlehaven. They were supposed to put a mile. So they must have some kind of defeat to come out. Yeah, yeah and, and this, just no doubt it was brilliant. Everyone I met no last week was telling me how brilliant the game was to watch, and there was one or two people I met who were at it as well. They said it was even better watching it. So I think uh, it's 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 great to come out on the right side of it this year because last year we would have spent I suppose the whole winter thinking about what ifs, and it's great to actually push on this year and get the next step and be in the final. But um, look, we, we quickly have to move on from from it. You know, while it was an epic, it's it's what all that matters now is the result on Sunday. You know, if we if we're to step up in any shape or form Sunday, that result won't matter. So we're, we're fully focused on, on the match Sunday. Absolutely, and as well, obviously, on Sunday, um, the opposition corner will be kind of guilty. So what kind of a game will you be expecting from Clan on Sunday? Ah, yeah, look, we played in the last couple of years, um, and we put on the right side of the result. But you know, from watching them, they're very, um, very defensive. They like to break and the attack. They have some previous Cork players and current Cork players, so like they're well balanced. Um, and we're fully aware of their threat, and we're looking forward to the challenge of it. Um, it's not going to be easy, but look, I suppose every senior championship game you play is never easy. And I suppose, look, we're just looking to make sure we go out and focus on ourselves for the week and, you know, push on in training and work on our own game plan. And, but, uh, look, Clannock Kilty is, is a fierce traditional historic club as well, you know, and they're very pro and they'll bring a big crowd up there and they'll be fully uh, fully charmed as well, just like us. So it makes it a great game. Yeah, absolutely. And from, from your perspective, I suppose, if you're looking to say, what, what do you think of the main strengths of this, I suppose, the, the Bears team? Uh, look, I think it's a resolve, really. You know, there's a lot of games there, and, and especially in the quarter filling into all when we went to 14 men. You know, people expect us, could expect us to, I suppose, die down, but we we rose and we kept going. You know, and we pulled through a great win. Like even the semi-finals, you know, there was ups and downs, but we never, ever, I suppose, looked at giving in in any way. You know, and that was very important. And it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a great sign of a character the team. You know, there's a steeliness in us, um, and I suppose, look, we have some great players as well. Intro to each lane. You know, obviously, Stephen Sherlock is one of the best forwards in Cork. Ian McGuire is the best captain. In Cork by, by a mile. So, look, we have great leaders all over the pitch, but um, look, we've uh, collectively as a group as well. We're, we're in it together and we're very uh, we're very a strong unit, you know, and I think that's been the, the case for any anything we were in any bit of bother or I suppose a little bit of trouble this year that I suppose it was the, the team pulled together, you know. Yeah, um, and obviously from the, just look at the backroom side of things as well, you know, um, having a manager as well who has kind of the experience of kind of managing a team to a county title, I think it's the 10th anniversary yeah. of the he's won with UCC. Um, so what, oh, what, how big an impact is like this? Yeah, it's definitely. Look, Paul, Paul's a big um, Paul has played for many years in guards and hurling and football. You know, I think he was captain of UCC when they won the Sigerson, and he's uh, he's lucky enough to manage UCC to a senior football title. So you know that that's important too. That experience counts. You know, and it's it's when you're coming against big challenges. If you, if you have that experience in the line, you know it's very important for him as well. Um, and look. At the end of the day, I suppose these are all factors. At the end of the day, it's going to come down to the, the players really to, to make the most of the 65 minutes, you know. Yeah, and uh, I think you touched on earlier, but do, 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 do this kind of new structure for the, car, the, the club championship in terms of the round robin and the whole in general? Do you know what I mean? How, how big a difference and how, how much of an impact do you think it's had for like the club players? Like, and I think it's been fantastic. I think uh, every club player, like, if you're playing with your club, every game counts, you know, even if you're in a relegation battle you don't want to go down, so every game is competitive. Do you know, I think there's lots of teams there that might have got in the previous championships, they might have gotten beaten early at the end of the season. There's no progression at all, do you know. I think even if you're competitive, even if you do go down, you have an opportunity to break up back up again and you know, if you do go down, there's going to be competitive games again. And I think the senior championship, hurling and Football, it's been brilliant. You know, there's been teams who are probably one of the best teams around facing relegation. They pull out of the bag, but it's it's consistent competitiveness, which is great. I think it bodes well for Cork hurling football uh, intercounty teams as well. You know, yeah, absolutely. And then just on an overall level, I suppose is it team there is going to Sunday? Do you think you're, I suppose you're kind of you're kind of kind of maybe peak at the right time or you're 
you're in the right kind of fit, fine mindset getting into Sunday you're up going to peak at the right time yeah definitely look you have to get just your mental mental attitude right you know um, I think a lot of the fitness and all that tactics is all that more is done at this stage it's just maybe mental game at this stage making sure you're right you're eating well you're dieting well you're, you know, you're getting your rest um, making sure you recover in time and you know, you're focusing on your your own job your own role in the team on Sunday you know um, visualising all that stuff it's, it's, it's a very important process of the game you know, and we're all at that this week we've uh, we've few more training sessions to go so it's just important we get through that um, hopefully injury free and just we get as competitive as we can be ready for Sunday yeah and finally how much for yourself Michael and for the whole suppose Edwin Barrows really what it mean to win like, the county title on Sunday oh it means everything um, do you know this fellas here from the grassroots down who put in massive amounts of work uh, when we won it three years ago it was 33 years since we won it so like we saw the celebrations back then um, and it was too long away for this club as well do you know so we're hoping to get the cup now on Sunday again and go all the way and I suppose like in Hurling as well there's been a long gap the club is working in the background to get back into that as well so it's, it's very important for us every game like that is important for us that's John O'Shea chatting to Michael Shields ahead of tomorrow's game. Now, Cork star Aaron Barrs, a clubman, also spoke to members of the media that night ahead of the final. Ian is a great man to speak. Um, I found out that recently after the semi-final game. He's brilliant to chat. Um, let's take a listen to Ian McGuire. Uh, ultimately, regardless of what we got here, we're delighted that we're in a county final. That's ultimately the goal every year is to play winning football and get to a final and in the hope that you can be county champions. So Bosley for us, I suppose there was probably a bit more of emotion in the semi-final in terms of, you know, we played Castle the year before and we got knocked out in penalties and that was a titanic battle. And again, it was no different last Sunday. So like there was probably a bit more emotion in the win last Sunday. But I suppose the important thing for us is that nobody remembers the semi-finals unless you win the final. So again, it's about parking that occasion, parking the emotion, taking the lessons from the game and building on for the county final. Like again, we can draw on experience. Obviously, a lot of players have played in the county final before so again we'll be drawing that experience in terms of our preparation and the day of the game and again we, we feel like we're in a good place and we're looking forward to the win and as you say you have that experience from county finals but just going back to that semi-final win people might draw a parallel with Douglas going into a semi-final on the high of having beaten off Nemo in the championship you know how, is, how easy is it to come back down to earth yeah like I, to be fair from a mental part like obviously physically you have to recover and stuff like that especially that was a very very tough game though to be fair but I suppose mentally that's where training and the management come in and to be fair they've been super you know again the management team Paul O'Keefe involved with UCC he's been there before Jim Keeler Paddy Lake Mick Cummins they've all played for the Bears like they, they've been there before and they've been in those situations before whether it's in different areas and um, so again like they've been brilliant in terms of managing the training regardless of the semi-final but actually managing the training after every game so again it's been no different for us like you just as a player you go back into training to clean slate and I think what we have in spades is that we've got such a good plan that you're going to train and you're fighting for your jersey and I know that probably might sound a bit cliche to some people but again I can only speak in my own uh, situation but Owen Cummins Luke Hannigan and Brian Hayes and myself we're all fighting for two jerseys and we're pushing ourselves every day every day in every train and that's what gets rid of the complacency because I'm going to train Tuesday and Thursday worried about what am I getting in at the weekend you know and that's the most important thing for us is that that's what gets rid of that complacency for us going into a final and the fact that you've met Lana already you know in the group stage was probably a comfortable enough victory you know obviously it's a completely different challenge because they've improved they would appear to have improved a lot in the interim yeah like to be fair the final group stage game was a bit funny because uh, obviously we both qualified and the dead, the, dead Robert syndrome yeah kind of in a way like and obviously they had a couple of injuries we had a couple of injuries and it was kind of like there was a bit of shadow boxing to be honest uh, to a certain extent in terms of how the game went and the scoreline's probably a bit flattering because obviously from playing that game was 4-3 at half time we kind of fluked a bit of a goal and that probably gave us a bit of distance and they kind of had to go a small bit chasing but we know that the challenge they're bringing they've got huge momentum and I think for them for like from our perspective like four or five points down the second half against Duhalo who are an unbelievably disciplined side with Ned that they stuck to their plan and they earned out a victory and carried that momentum into Douglas so we know that they're coming in all guns blazing and coming to the county final good plan good players and obviously they're led by the likes of Liam Donovan and Sean White so we know that like, you know, we've got a huge challenge on our hands and all this talk of like who's the favourite who's not strong side of the competition doesn't matter like a final is a final and again you can look at any of the finals that were over the last weekend it's a clean slate like you know and finals take a life of their own like as cliche as that sounds like so we're, we're preparing as if it's do or die just as just as it was in 2017 and 2018 and you know you, you spoke about the finals of the weekend all the talk went into the hurling final yesterday and the lead up was about the two 
sharpshooters, you know, Patrick Horgan, I think he was going in with 544, Conor Leham was going in with 45 points, Stephen Sherlock comes into the final, you know, an incredible form, you know, I think 334 is averaging 11 points a game, so, like, his importance can't be underestimated, but, you know, we know the ethos of the team game, but, you know, he's just been off the wall this year. Yeah, Stevie, yeah, like, Stevie's a super player, always has been, and anyone who has said otherwise is just wrong. Um, to be fair, I like I don't have the stats off the top of my head, but I think from 2017 onwards, I think Steve's been top one, if not top, top two anyway, leading scorer in the championship every year. Yeah, so it, year well, it just yeah. shows, yeah, I, don't, I can't remember yeah. one year as the second, but again, it just comes back to his role in the team. And again, he's he's been a super player for us, and he has performed in the big games. He always has gone all the way back to 2016 in a knockout game against Nemo, which shows his importance to the team. But I think the biggest thing for the Bears is that we learned in these last I suppose we learned this year and we obviously learned in other years is that obviously when the game gets tight it's about making the right decisions and I think his display against Castlehaven was an example of that and I think the forwards display at times was a good example of making the right decisions in big games and again the scoring totals are obviously super and we need the scoring totals but I think his general play has been brilliant the last two years I think he's added real levels to his game and I suppose it's just about building on that and again it just comes back to it's all about winning and getting over the line and again I feel like Stephen Sherlock does this every year but the fact that we're in a county final people talking about it so that just comes back underlines the importance of winning you know when you won the last county final I suppose there was such a sense in the build up to it about you know the famine the drought ending the drought there's a different is there a different kind of pressure now going into this final because there's you know that burden is off your shoulder but you have the burden of favourites favouritism yeah um, to be fair as a player I suppose in 2017 2018 there was always this talk of like Bears lose finals and stuff like that and again that's perspective to a certain extent because as a player I don't I speak, I speak for a few people I, like that's just not something that I consider running into a game you know and I suppose it's no different for us going into the company final this year is that the only thing that like there's obviously history in the club and obviously there's players playing that played in 2009 and obviously that was a, a tough day for the club but again they're small minor things in the grand scheme of things the biggest thing for us is that we're going to a county final we've been two years where we haven't been there there's been a lot of hurt because we haven't been there for two years that like we're really looking forward to the occasion and really looking forward to the game because we're in November and we're playing championship football and that is like that's the ultimate sign of a good club football team is that you're you're playing when it gets to the depths of winter and we're really looking forward to the final end favourites not favourites I think that's uh, again I think that's perspective from uh, from an outsider looking in terms of our team like training Tuesday and Thursday we're not thinking about where we're at in terms of planning you're thinking of the fellow you're marking and you're thinking of your role within the team you know your, your exits you know after winning the county championship the, the following two years maybe there was a sense you could kick on but I suppose maybe you know the year you were knocked out by Nemo it was a horrible night in Parky ring the weather conditions were dreadful and you were hard hit by injury in the lead up to that game as well and this was last year then you know to, to lose to Castlehaven in the circumstances you did do you kind of channel that hurt then when you start a new campaign yeah 100% like as I'd always look at it as like I suppose there's a lot of players in the dressing we were kind of doubting ourselves in terms of will we ever get back to the county final I think that's normal like you know when you lose we lost to Nemo in 19 and we lost to Castle in 2020 both got to the county final so we would have felt like you know we underachieved slash underperformed or we just we didn't we didn't play the best we could have so like you start out every year with the regrets and the regrets carry you the regrets carry you before 2018 and they carry you with you after 2018 so like for us it's about channeling that hurt of past losses but it's also learning from past losses and that's how you get better as a team and I think the Castellan game was probably an example of that at times where we learned from our past mistakes in terms of decision making and you know composure in terms of getting wound up and stuff like that like so we've learned a lot so again we have the hurt of losing because ultimately every year you don't win it's the same as any other year you know so it's the same as 2017 even though we got to come to final when you get locked down the quarter final we get locked down the come to final it doesn't matter you channel that hurt you take the lessons from it and you drive on you just think that's our biggest thing is that we're growing even though we're probably a bit more of an experienced team we're still growing we're still learning and that's the, the, the beauty of football and equally the memories then of that win as well that county championship win and you know the scenes you know the cup coming up Barrack Street and going through mocks and you know equally those memories are memories to kind of treasure but they kind of drive you on as well to try and do it again yeah like I think for us is that being in the company finals those two years it's actually drawn about the experience of preparation leading up to the game and actually what to expect going into the game is actually probably the biggest bonus say from our perspective is that 
we've been there before. We kind of know what to expect coming up to the game. You now, when they get the ball gets thrown in, it's anybody's, it's anybody's game. Like, but again, there's obviously good memories from being in the county final, but we're drawing more on the preparation side of things. That like, you know, we're being ultra professional in terms of our approach here. Like, there's no messing about. We're in the county final. It's about ultimately getting over the line, but it's, and how we do it is how we do it. But again, we're not thinking about after the game. We're not thinking about anything like that. It's just about preparation, training, and just getting to when the ball's being thrown in on Sunday. And I suppose the start of the campaign, you would have been seen as one of the forerunners for the championship. But I suppose a lot of people would be surprised to see Clara Kilty in a county final. Um, yeah, to be fair, no, we played them. We played the master. We played in the league final this year. Like we. We'd be very wary of Clannock and obviously when you're in the group stage you're going to be ultra wary of them. So to our, from our perspective we're probably not surprised because we know the talent they have first of all and I suppose all in fairness to them has been building the last two years. They're obviously playing a, a defensive style of football now which ties to their strengths but again with Cork Club Championship like again you probably have your three teams in your head of Nemo they have do have from our perspective but Clannock Hilty were always that kind of four team Clannock Hilty slash um, Ballon College so again like it's a very competitive, we're very familiar with each other, so again you're going into a final, we know each other well and again it's just about performing on the day, like it's, it's new ground for both teams in a way, like it's, again we're all after Covid, after last year the preparations have been different, the, the competition is different as well, like so again it's new ground for both teams but again we're, we're well wary of that. Yeah, so how much for yourself and for the club would it mean to, to win on Sunday? Yeah, t- look, it'd be, it'd be huge. Obviously, I, I think from the club's perspective, again, there's a, there's a lot of history between the two teams. First and foremost, obviously, like in 2009, there's, there's still players playing and there's the management team. There's players in the management team and there's players that were actually on the sideline that day. So there's obviously an emotional side to it, but I think for the Bears itself, it's obviously huge getting over the line in county final and obviously you're judged in this club by your success you're judged by your county medals and obviously all you have to do is look around the walls here and see how many winners are in this club whether it's football or hurling and obviously from myself personally it's just about obviously you can have funny different years obviously picking up a couple of injuries and obviously the way the county ends there sometimes just looking about driving on being the, the best forwards on myself come the county final on Sunday yeah. and I think you know it's for sure the group stage against Clan I mean just the way the, the, the championship has been struck, restructured I suppose how much have you as a whole joint and how much you, have you think it's maybe improved the championship as a whole really yeah I, I think it's been it, it's actually been surreal to be honest um, in terms of the new group stages how beneficial they have been to as a player from a performance wise and actually enjoyment isn't the three group games are brilliant in terms of like the old way like I suppose maybe even different me because obviously I was playing McCork for different stages but that, that summer that summer break was actually a bit of a disaster in a lot of ways you know just like we were in the back door in 2017 so it kind of felt like there was never a break but in 2018 it was totally different then in terms of you won and then you were off same in 19 so the group stages are very appealing I think they're like they're brilliant they're, it's definitely developing the game as well because there's a lot more competitive games being played consistently in Cork so like again it's been a huge plus for football in Ireland so like again it's just about building on that and you know keeping the format I suppose and hopefully we win at the end anyway <laughs> The Big Red Bench Saturday and Sunday from 6pm 10-